I hope you guys listened to the last podcast because I'm still shook. Like, I am still very much shook as to what has gotten into this team. Like, I've, I've been so used to the culture this year of taking a L after an L after an L after another L. Oh, wait, hold up. Another L. 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 This team has finally found its footing. This team is really out here kicking some tail. Like, they're kicking butt. Like, we are winning. As you guys know, we beat the Saints, who are arguably probably one of the best teams in the NFC. We didn't just beat them, we stomped on their necks. Like like I said, like I said last like I said last podcast, I'm not gonna get too much into the Saints, but we beat them 26 to 9. Drew Brees couldn't get anything going. And then the week after that, we get the Panthers. The final score to that game was 29 to 3. We select the Panthers. And this was a team that everybody had so much hype on. Oh, Kyle Allen, he's gonna be the new, he's gonna be the new face of the face of the place. He's gonna take Cam Newton's spot. Cam's gonna go somewhere else. Uh, no, new Kyle Allen, he's just a placeholder. Cam is gonna be right back in Carolina doing his little Superman thing or whatever, because he's just not healthy right now. I don't think Kyle is the. I don't think. Excuse me. I don't think Kyle is um the future of that franchise. I mean, he can be somewhere else, but I don't think he's the answer. I just don't think he's the answer for that team. They're gonna miss Cam because I guarantee you, if they let Cam go for the next season, they're gonna regret it for the rest of their lives. But we're not going to talk too much about the Panthers. This is this is a Falcons podcast. This is about the Falcons, man. Let's go. The final score to that game was 29-3. to The Panthers couldn't get anything going offensively, and they couldn't really do much to stop us defensively either. Matt Ryan threw 21 passes. He, Matt Ryan was 21 of 31, right? He threw. He threw 31 passes, completed 21 of them. And he threw 311 yards with one touchdown. Pretty good, pretty, 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 pretty decent game for Matt, right? Pretty good game for Matt. You know, that's that's what he does. He always throws the ball a lot, gets a lot of yards. That's just who he is, man. Matty Ice, he ices the game. Calvin Ridley has been owning the Panthers ever since he came into the league. Don't, he, 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 he sons Dante Jackson. Like, Dante Jackson can't do anything with him. Kyle really had eight catches for 143 yards and a touchdown. This pick, let's talk, let's talk a little bit about Calvin Ridley. Where did Calvin Ridley go to school at? I think it was Alabama, right? Crimson, Crimson Tide, the Crimson Tide, right? And, uh, who else went to the Crimson Tide? Julio Jones. We, there's just something about them Crimson Tide boys, bro. It's like, I I hate to say it now, but it feels like 
Julio's just passing down the torch to Calvin. But Julio's still the best receiver in the league. He finished the game with six catches and 91 yards. Uh, he could have had a touchdown. He could have had a touchdown. He was literally two yards away, but majority of his yards came from a from a 40-plus bomb for Matt Ryan. <laughs> and it was just so beautiful because guess who was on the other end of that play? It was Luke Keekley. Luke Keekley. Luke Ke- I'm pretty sure Luke Keekley has nightmares about Julio Jones because Julio Jones has done nothing but embarrass Luke every time they play. Not every time. I'd say every year. Once every year, Julio just Julio just embarrasses Luke. But hey, Luke Luke doesn't ever Luke never shies away from it, bro. Luke always takes the challenge, even if he knows he's gonna get completely embarrassed. But that's just what Julio Jones does. He does it to everybody, so Luke shouldn't feel he shouldn't feel bad. Talk about the Falcons' defense. The Falcons' defense racked up four interceptions i'm not sure if that's a bad thing for okay you know no scratch that i'm not sure if that's just kyle allen being garbage or that's just our defense being really good i think it's because our defense is just really good now like we were always in kyle allen's face kyle allen had no answer for us Um, what else oh the defense had five sacks five sacks baby like I said, we were in Kyle's face. There was nothing Kyle could do. There's nothing that kid could do, man. But <sighs> Austin Hooper didn't play. Like I said, he's gonna be out for a few weeks. Devontae Freeman didn't play as well. And I'm gonna keep saying this until it actually happens. I don't think Devontae Freeman needs to be on this team next year. It would be cool if we have him on the team next year, but if he's on this team, he needs to take a big 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 ginormous pay cut because he's ranked as one of the top 10 highest paid running backs but he hasn't played like it he hasn't rushed for 100 yards this entire season and that cannot fly if you want to be a top running back you just can't fly austin hooper arguably top five tight end in the league before he got injured I think he's going to the Pro Bowl. I think he should. When he gets back, he should finish this season with at least 700 yards and a lot of touchdowns. I, I believe so. Because when he was in the game, he, he was a he was a game changer. He needs a big paycheck after his uh after the contract after his uh rookie contract expires. He deserves it. He deserves it. Vic Beasley's been showing a little spark, but I don't think we keep him. If we keep him, it's gonna be on a minimum pay minimal minimum pay like because literally we gave this kid a lot of money and he has not shown up he's been trying he's been trying and it's sad because we couldn't even trade him away we couldn't trade this kid away we could not trade this kid away for the love for the love of us we couldn't trade him away for like a fifth or sixth round pick that's how bad you know it's got for him and i honestly don't think it's his fault I think we can blame Dan Quinn for that because Dan Quinn moved Big Beasley from his defensive end position to like a pass coverage linebacker type. You know, like, no, you can't move a guy that's a pass rusher into coverage. You just can't do that. Like, what? Like, who who would even, who, what was he thinking when he said, you know what, I'm going to move 
He had, the dude had like 15 and a half sacks the year of the Super Bowl. What makes you, what makes you in your right mind think, okay, he had 15 and a half sacks. Let's put him into some man coverage. Let's put him into some zone coverage the next season. Who do, who thinks that? That's like putting Khalil Mack, who, who comes off like a, let's say he has like a 20 sack season. And you're going to be like, okay, Khalil, you're going to be playing coverage. You're going to be playing zone coverage uh, next season. What? That could mess up anybody's career. And I, and I really do believe Dan Quinn ruined Vic Beasley's career. Like, I mean, Vic, he still has room for improvement. I mean, I'd like to see him stay with the team and develop, but it we've already given up too much for him, bro. I don't see him staying with this team for very long. I honestly think, no, I actually don't see him being with this team this, this season. Like, next season, I mean. Excuse me. What other players I want to talk about? Um, uh, Russ Cage. Russ Cage, man. He's an emerging star for this Falcons receiving court. He had a touchdown catch, but it was ruled incomplete because Trey Boston jarred it out at the last minute. But the hustle and effort from that play was just amazing, man. Like, Russell Cage, like, yes, this was a great pickup for us. He's going to be a great chain mover. He's got great hands. He's got a strong body, too. He is going to be great for this team. I have so much hope for this team. I just hope we can continue this man. And uh, I hope we can get Julio Jones to have another big game when they play the Buccaneers in a few weeks because he needs to reclaim his uh, spot in uh, receiving yards because a lot of people are putting a lot of hype on Michael Thomas. I'm like, yeah, yeah, he's, he's having his breakout year again. Yeah, he's getting all these yards. But look, I mean, look, I'm, I mean, if you're getting like, Look at all the targets he has. If you're gonna get targeted 16 times a game, I mean, you're gonna have, you're gonna have, you're gonna catch at least 10 of them, right? 16 targets a game for number one receiver. Like, come on, that's ludicrous. He's gonna, he's gonna get the yards. Yeah, but that's all I've got today. I'll be back. I'll, I'm going to let you guys know how the game goes out. And uh, I'll catch you guys back here in a magic time.